0: I'm going to tear you down. Pensacola, Florida, when I get to town, we're going to treat all you women the way women ought to be treated. Because the NWA and some real men are going to take that civic center apart. And then we're all going to be over at Rodeo, driving the women wild. Beach, to the get ready. Shows. We are sure and we're doing it better than anybody else alive. Now, Buddy Landell, it's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio, looking at a guy out here, hollering my name, when last year I spent more money on spilled liquor, in bars from one side of this world to the other, than you made. You talking to the Rolex, wearing, diamond ring, wearing, kids stealing, wheeling, dealing, Limousine right jet flag, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom,
0: who was on track.
2: Come on now. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk.
0: New sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. To the sports show. Gangsta guys, the guys, break it down. Trapaholics
1: mixtapes. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the sports desk. Episode two twenty two, two twenty two, two twenty two. 222 shout out rosé man i know that was super duper corny but i don't care all right it's your boy one more time one half of your sportsologist dedrick l hicks jr and remember folks i'm your tribal chief (laughs) acknowledge me and this your man
2: black we are back once again for another episode One of your favorite sportsologists back in the building once again. D, you already know what it is, man. Let's get into it.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We got a lot to get into. Thank you guys for listening and pressing play and sharing the show. However you stumbled upon the sports desk, we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to hear that sports talk. All right. So we're going to get into, uh, man a lot we're going to get into the nba postseason the play-in tournament is here um we have uh the nba playoff starting this weekend we're going to talk ufc 287 we're going to talk about some other nuggets that are happening in the sports world but black everything all right everything good my guy i'm super excited to be
2: back at the sports desk man absolutely excited about what we are finna get ready to get into man it's been uh very loaded sports weekend man uh
1: ecstatic about what we're about to get ready to talk about absolutely man let's go ahead and dive right on into it all right black uh this past weekend was ufc 287 down in miami florida and man what an event that this uh pay-per-view turned out to be of course the headline uh, fight of the evening the main event of the evening was Israel Adesanya the last downbearder seeking to reclaim the middle crown from the guy who's really had his number over and over and over again uh, Elix Pereira All right, out of Brazil Black, let's go ahead and get into the main event. Ada takes care of business. Uh, KO in the second round. Beautiful knockout. One of the prettiest knockouts that I had ever seen in the UFC. Black going into this fight, me and you were very, very together that he had to win. Mm-hmm. And it was such an awkward situation for him because I don't think Izzy is in his like full prime yet. I think he's in his prime, but I don't think he's reached his potential of what he can become. And it's very rare. That you see a fighter a champion that hasn't reached their full potential in a situation where he could have been knocked out of the title picture completely by mm-hmm. losing to this guy what were your thoughts on israel's performance reclaiming the title and uh just your overall thoughts about Adasanya today
2: man i was excited for izzy man it was good to see him reclaim what he lost and this uh the guy that he fought i mean What's his name? I can't think of his Alex Pereira. Name. Uh, Alex Pereira, you know, has had his number four times. So I well, won three times. So uh, the fourth time was a you know a charm for Izzy to finally stop what's been going on there and be able to reclaim his middleweight championship and you know write uh, write some good into his legacy, man. And been being able to become two time champ at the middleweight division, I'm happy for Izzy, man. I. The fight was super exciting. Uh, Alex Pereira, he's a he's a dog, man. I mean he's all he's all gas, no brakes. And and we seen it, man, in the UFC, when you all grass or no brakes, sometimes you get caught. And that's what happened in this fight. Easy laid him out and put him to rest. I seen the soul leave his body, D. I literally seen it. And this man was it, it, it was it was crazy to watch. But uh, shout out to Easy Man on a wonderful performance. Excited to see, uh, excited to see what Alex goes from here. A lot of, a lot of talk being talked about him going to 205. I think he'll do very well there. But um, Izzy, I could see him doing, making another run in this middleweight division and taking on these challenges and getting them out of the way, man, and, and continuing to build on his legacy. So shout out to him, man, on an amazing, amazing win over Alex Pereira.
1: We see what Israel Adesanya can be every time he steps into the cage. I feel the one thing about Izzy, which makes Izzy who he is, is that he has this flamboyance about himself, this oozing confidence that he will get in there and take risk. Well, him taking risk in the last fight against Alex, it showed that you're going to get caught, man. You're going to get caught. Izzy should have won that last fight, unanimous decision. But in the sport of MMA, anything can happen when you necessarily, not necessarily take your opponent for granted, but you don't stay locked in as much as you need to. This was not uh, the case for Israel Adesanya coming into this fight. He was dead focused. He was dead set on reclaiming the title. His mental, his physical, everything was as sharp as I had ever seen him. And he went in there and still, I felt that Alex was going to get him out of here. There was points in that second round where Alex was on top of Izzy, pounding him knees, kicks. I mean, just ferociously going after to going after Izzy to get him out of here. But the one thing that separates Alex from Adesanya is that Adesanya has that veteran presence to know. While you're striking, you're not defending. And Israel saw the window. Capitalized a beautiful overhand right Came down, dropped him with a hammer fist And there you have it Just like that, he reclaims his championship I feel like Adesanya Adesanya will eventually be the greatest middleweight of all time No disrespect to Anderson Silva Here's my thing just with sports in general You have to compare the competition That's why when someone tells me Bill Russell is the greatest basketball player ever I say stop talking to me Therefore, Anderson civil fate. He fought some great, some great competitors, but these guys that are walking around the UFC now, he ain't fought this level of guys. Just like Alex Porra, and I just feel like when it's all said and done, once Izzy has an opportunity to run through this division once again, he will replace Anderson as the greatest middleweight of all time. That's just my opinion. Great performance by Israel Adesanya. He is elite amongst elite, in my opinion. opinion Pound for pound, outside of John Jones, long as John Jones is active, Izzy is the best fighter in the world. I love Volkanovsky. I think he's right there, but the talent level is clear when Adesanya is in the case. So congratulations to Adesanya on getting the job done. We're going to see Alex Pereira probably go up to 205 and see what he can do at that level. And then, you know, look forward to seeing what's next from Izzy. And uh, the bo- there's another boogeyman out there. That wants his chance at Adesanya. And Kazmat is somebody that Adesanya is going to have to take very seriously. And if I'm Dana White and I'm thinking what he's thinking, that is going to be Adesanya's next challenger for the middleweight championship. His first fight at middleweight, he's going to get the title shot. Dana's about making big fights. And mm-hmm. I think that's what we're going to get probably towards the end of the year, those two fighting for the middleweight championship. All right, Black, let's send Jorge Masvidal on his way. The street legend from Miami, Florida, officially retired after a unanimous decision loss to Gilbert Burns. Black, let's put a bow on Masvidal's career, um, Just not just in the MMA, but just as a fighter, period. Your thoughts on... When you down down the line, when you think of Jorge Masvidal, what's gonna to come to mind?
2: Oh, I think of the knee. The knee changed his life in the UFC. Yeah, that, that spectacular knockout, knockout changed everything from Mazadal. And then he just went on one of these amazing streaks, man. Win after win after win. Taking out Nate. Taking out. Um, taking out I can't. The guy who gave the knee. I can't think of his ben name. Askren. Ben Askren. He took out uh, a few other guys along the way and then be able to get in the ring with the likes of uh, uh, Kamar Usman and, you know. Kobe Covington. Kobe Covington and. You know, just, 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 it's going to, he's going to be missed in my opinion. Because he brought a lot of excitement to the UFC, man. And he came from the streets of Miami, man. You know, he was on the circuit with Kimbo Slice starting out. So to see him be able to turn that around and get in the UFC and make a a huge name for itself, that was a big deal. I'm going to be sad to see him go, but you can see it. You seen it all in the Gilbert Burns fight, man. He ain't got nothing left in the tank, or he don't want it bad enough anymore. He's made a lot of money, d so shoot for him. It's time to ride off from the sunset. I mean, he's got a, a great promotion, game bread, a boxing promotion. So it's gonna be interesting to see how you know what he does moving out of UFC into his next part of his parts of his life. So shout out to uh, Marzadaw on uh, giving us a lot, a lot of
1: exciting moments in this time in the UFC. I'll forever remember Jorge Masvidal as a fighter and just being an absolute hustler. All right. He is uh, from the streets of Miami and he came in in an unconventional way to the world of MMA. He comes in as a scrappy kid that just wanted to throw them hands, but he learned fighting. He learned how to fight. And he made his presence known in the UFC on that beautiful night when he shot the flying knee herd around the world and drowned Ben Askren and put him out of his misery. From there, like Black said, he took off. But the one thing about Masvidal, I put him on the same level as like the Diaz brothers. He will sell you a fight. <laughs> He's gonna promote this fight. He has that swagger. He has that mouthpiece. He has that mentality that he ain't scared of nothing or nobody every time you've in that cage he just oozed of that confidence and as the years go on we all see it there's classes and there's levels to this once he got to the level of fighting for the world title which he did earn his shot to fight for the championship you see usman what what he brings to the table and then even kobe coverton just the skill level as you continue to fight and win you have to fight these better guys and i just didn't think that masvidal really was on that level potential yes but on that level of basically having everything you need hands wrestling grappling everything he just wasn't quite there but that's not gonna matter down the line when you think of Jorge, Jorge Masvidal. You're gonna think about excitement. You're gonna think about tough guy. You're gonna think about a guy when you saw his name on the card, oh, I got to check it out. That's what you're gonna remember Jorge Masvidal for. So, career well done, he has made a lot of money. He's, he's gonna be able to take care of himself and his family for the rest of their lives. And that's what it's all about at the end of the day. You wanna talk titles, you wanna talk accolades, you wanna talk who did you beat and who did you fight. But when it's all said and done, he went in and made the best of his opportunity, and he is one of the fighters who absolutely struck gold mm-hmm. off Ben Askren's forehead. So, <laughs> shout out Jorge Masvidal. The city of Miami, you're a real one for real, and the game going to miss you, bro. So, uh, good luck going forward. couple notables left on the card. They got some big wins um, on Saturday. This past Saturday night, Kevin Holland gets a win. Uh, KO in the third round of Santiago Paznibibo. Holland wanted to fight Masvidal next But Masvidal said he is out of the game. How's going to have to find him somebody out. Kevin Gaslam, man, it was so good to see Kevin Gaslam return as he uh, main-invented the he prelims. Good. He did look very good. He looked like that. I ain't going to say he liked like the old Gaslam, but he looked like that fiery guy who had something to prove. I don't know how He, like, he looked like that Gaslam that fought Izzy. Yeah, I mean, but you can... He gave Izzy a war. Yeah, you, you, you... Well, he's always been one that's just been kind of psycho in the cage. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just hope he continues to stay healthy, man. Gaslam's been through a lot, and. Uh, Uh, just hopefully he can stay healthy keep fighting and then you know we'll see uh where we go from there all right so a couple of other notables june 10th in vancouver canada uh i believe it's ufc 290 i think it is a 291 uh we're gonna get uh pina versus amanda Nunes three all right we got a trilogy for the women's bantamweight championship um i get why the fight was made and honestly i don't have a problem with it Um, I think I know what the results are going to be, but you know, like I said, man, the one you can think what you want about Dana White, Dana White is going to make the fights that the people want to see, and I think you'll get a big enough crowd for Nunes and Pena three up in Vancouver, up in Canada. What do you think about that fight, Black?
2: Yeah, I, I think it's, I think it was the right call. You know, they both. uh, Got to win against each other. Now it's time to settle the score. You know who else was gonna put in the front of Amanda Nunes? Is really no one else to put no, in no. front of uh, except Pena. Pena is probably one of her toughest challenge, challengers to date. So I think that's the right fight to make. Uh, being in Vancouver, man, I know that's gonna be ecstatic in Vancouver. Going back to Canada, you know, city. doing something big over there for them to headline that card. You can. I'm pretty sure you can expect some other uh, big time fights to be on that card as well. But uh, definitely, definitely love the fact that we're going to get the trilogy between Amanda and uh, Juliana Pena.
1: Yeah, the rumor is, is that Dana wants Jones and Stipe on that card to headline. So um, he's got a commitment from Stipe to fight John. And like Dana said at the post-fight uh, conference of 82-87, he said, you know, we wait on John now. <laughs> That's what he said. We, we always wait on John. Uh, John always goes missing after his fights. So we just got to wait for to reemerge and see if this makes sense uh, for him to go to Vancouver uh, to headline that fight with Steve which 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 will be historically a huge fight. Um, I have my thoughts on what I how I think that fight's gonna go, but I'll save that for another time, alright? Alright, Black, let's get into some NFL news, man. OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr., has signed a one-year $15 million deal with the Baltimore Ravens. Now, Black, this is a weird situation. We've seen all these reports overnight and throughout the day that Lamar and OBJ have been in conversations. Uh, they've posted FaceTime pictures of each other talking about this, but there's one problem Black the problem is that Lamar Jackson don't got a contract mm-hmm. and Lamar Jackson is nowhere close to getting a contract what do you think about this Me I mean you talked about it a little bit yesterday either OBJ is going after for the money or he must know something that we don't know
2: well we know why he was at the fights on uh, <laughs> Saturday night mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, he was in Miami man and uh, obviously, him and uh, Lamar got together, spun some time together, hung out. Rumor came out that Lamar was recruiting him to come to Baltimore, man, and uh, they found a way to get the deal done. I think that this may be a step in step in the right direction. and Seeing as Lamar's going to come back, I don't know what they're going to do about the deal. I don't know if it's going to be something long time, long term, maybe four or five years, or maybe a two or three. I don't, I don't know, D. But I don't think. Uh, I'm not sure if this was a business move for Odell, or Odell knows something that everybody else don't know yet. You know, so I don't know why he would come to Baltimore, and then Lamar's not going to be there. I know Tyler Huntley is a pretty decent, pretty okay quarterback, but he ain't no Lamar. So I don't think he would have came there for Tyler Huntley to be his uh, to be his quarterback. And he also got the money that he wanted. He was looking. He was looking for north. I mean, well, close to 15 million, and that's what he got. With, up to 18 with could the make up So uh, I'm happy for Odell. Man, he's laying somewhere on his feet. See what type of Odell we get. Hopefully, it could be him and Lamar. And um, it's gonna be it's gonna be very exciting to watch the Baltimore Ravens. My hopes is Lamar and Baltimore will find a way to. Get this thing going so we can see Lamar on the football field in the Baltimore Ravens jersey.
1: Yeah, either Lamar or OBJ knows something that we don't know. I'm very confused by this move. I'm not going to lie. I fell flat when I heard the move. I'm not excited to see Odell Beckham Jr in a Baltimore Ravens uniform. Um, I would've liked to see him make a bigger splash um, to go out there because I don't think Odell's style is going to fit what they do in Baltimore. Um, so I don't, I'm do not i just confused exactly on what this is going to be. And secondly, Lamar is not on a contract. So either Lamar's gonna take what the Raven ha- Ravens has offered and gonna bet on himself again once that deal is done, or what is it? I'm just kind of confused by the whole situation. Now, happy for OBJ to be back on the field after missing a year tearing his ACL, Super Bowl champion with the Los Angeles Rams. But I'm stoned. I don't. This just doesn't make sense to me. Why Odell would want to go to Baltimore? I, I don't. Un, I don't understand it because now he's going to be what the number no number two receiver out there in Baltimore. So I'm. I'm just kind of confused. I'm kind of confused and. I'm just going with it was a money grab. I think Odell went with who was gonna offer him the most money because there was a report that he gave the Jets till today to match the Ravens and the Jets was like, we out on that. We out on that. That's why he went ahead and signed with Baltimore. So I'm gonna be very curious and interested to see exactly how all this plays out because it still just does not make sense to me why he signed with the Baltimore Ravens. I ain't saying when Lamar returns that If he returns That Lamar and OBJ Can't come up with a, You know Be a good tandem in the league I'm not saying that at all But I Maybe it's just me I don't see this As an attractive situation Because Why?
2: Yeah Why? I I, I don't know if I don't know if The departure of Greg Roman Being the offensive coordinator Leaving And going elsewhere And then they bring in the uh, Georgia Bulldogs Offensive coordinator So you gotta think They're probably gonna be A pass-heavy Uh, offense, if if you're looking at what Georgia's done over the past two years and going back-to-back. So I don't know if that probably has something to do with it or not, D, but um, if if they're going to let this new offensive coordinator from Georgia run his offense, then you got to think Odell's going to be able to get the ball coming his way. But, you know, we're going to see because at the end of the day, we know what Lamar does best. He he throws the ball really good, but he's dangerous with his legs. So I'm pretty sure that's going to be cooperated as well, but I'm, I get the I get the feeling that this new offensive coordinator really wants really wants to keep Lamar on the field as long as he can, because his last two years he's been hurt with injury, and that's been from running the running the football. So they want to be want him to be a, a step by guy and be able to get the ball to his receivers. And I think this is the reason
1: why they signed Odell. Yeah, I'm just very interesting, just very interesting, and still a head scratcher for me. Yeah, but we'll see exactly obviously how things going to play out as we inch closer and closer uh, to the new NFL season. But before we get there, we have the NFL draft that is coming up April 27th through the 29th out in Kansas City, uh, Missouri. And, um, you know, this is a deep draft. This is a deep draft and this is going to be a draft where you don't necessarily have the massive names outside of the yeah. quarterbacks, yeah. but you got a lot of valuable key pieces that are going to help football teams right Away. So, man, black, will be having coverage leading up to the draft. Of course, we'll be breaking down picks to the draft. We'll get our Jacksonville Jaguar NFL correspondent Rashad Robinson back on deck um, to really give some conversations about what's going on in the National Football League with the NFL. I heard draft. someone
2: say today uh, about the draft. They was like, it's not star-studded as usual. But right. like, just like you say It's a lot of guys That you're going to be able To plug and play A lot of That could, could be a difference For a team yeah. A difference For like the Jaguars A difference maker For the Cowboys They say that It's a lot of talented Talented a lot of talented athletes and guys in this draft, but those like superstar guys, or oh, it's we're gonna move heaven and earth to move up to get this guy. And I, that's they said they they said they, this is not what they have in this draft. But overall talent, they do have a lot of talent in this dra- draft. Guys that you can see being put in certain places in their football team to help their team succeed.
1: Yeah, this is a football fans draft. Mm-hmm. This is a football geeks. Draft. This is not the casual football fan who's going to have all these big-time college kids coming out. And like I say, once you get through the quarterbacks, after Stroud and 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 and, and, and Bryce uh, Young, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson, and all these guys kind of leave the uh, the uh, leave and go off to the new teams. I mean, you, you're gonna, you know, you're just gonna to have to know a little bit of something about college football and who these guys are before you know they make it to their new NFL team. So NFL Draft, uh, April 27th through the 29th. Like I said, we'll have more extended coverage on the NFL Draft. Um, as it takes place and after it's over, so looking forward to that. It's always a good time of year because you are essentially breaking in uh, the new NFL year uh, after the draft uh, takes place. All right, all right, Black, uh, Shakur Stevenson. Shakur Stevenson debuted in his brand new division. Black, tell uh, our listeners a little about about what Shakur Stevenson is doing and his impressive win on Saturday
2: night. Yeah, man, very impressive win for him on On Saturday night uh, Looked very well At the lightweight division He's coming up from uh, From uh, Super featherweight he was fighting Now he's in light uh, Now he's in lightweight Looked really good Uh, Fight got stopped In the 6th round I forget the the guy's name. I can't even pronounce his name. He's from over the pond, right. but he stopped them. D. It was he, he. Shakur looks good. Sh- Shakur looks good. I think now he's at the point where he's calling people out that's that's done some things and he's still unproven because he haven't really fought the big names. And we know how boxing goes. We know how it goes. He's calling out Devin Haney when De- Devin Haney's locked in. Well, with, with him and Lamachenko coming up, so I want to at least see uh, Shakur Stevenson there getting getting in there with a. Number one contender or a contender or two before he start calling out the big guys, the big guns. But he's a talent, man. I cause I, I see Shakur Stevenson being one of those guys who, who could be a big ticket. Like you got Tank right now. Tank is the man in boxing right now. Tank is the one that's doing everything until we, until we fight, get the final word about Spence and Crawford. Tank is the big show. <laughs> He's the big show. He's Mr. Pay Per View right now, and we get to see that in two weeks, man, uh, in Las Vegas with him and Garcia. But uh, Shakur Stevenson is going to be a star D, and when you have people in your corner like Mayweather and Al Heyman and those guys, you can't do, you can't help but. But succeed So Shout out to him On a huge win In his
1: debut At uh, at lightweight Ready to see What he's gonna have Next coming for us Yeah great talent Great talent Shakira Stevenson Definitely gonna be Keeping a close eye On him as As he continues To progress uh, In his career Like Black said You know about The one thing about Boxing man That's so different From the UFC The UFC man They gonna throw you In the fire mm. You say you ready Alright let's find out the thing with boxing We just gotta wait so long Yeah Until these guys Get their opportunity Not saying Tank Has a fault On quality guys Because he has But This is Tank This is gonna be Tank's biggest payday Against an unproven guy mm. Because what Ryan Garcia brings To the sports With his popularity So boxing is so tricky But I'm glad That we're starting To get some movement with some of these key figures in the sport. And Shakir Stevenson is definitely one to keep an eye on for. He is a rising star that has the absolute potential to really just be the face of boxing mm-hmm. um, in the future. All right. So shout out to him on his big win on Saturday night. All right, Black, we rarely talk golf. We rarely talk golf with the Masters with this past uh, weekend. And the only reason we're talking golf right now is because you know we want to highlight some things about the great, the iconic Tiger. Woods, black men, black, we talking a little earlier, man, and, and, and you know, uh, Tiger Woods really reshaped the game of golf by bringing a massive audience over, and that massive audience was black people, mm-hmm. all right, and then once black people kind of got involved with golf, golf really started to take we're really going to heights that they had never could even imagine. I mean, just from the popularity of just what Tiger Woods was bringing to the sport, you know. And even today, like your dad golfs, my dad golfs, like mm-hmm. our home. So my homeboys go out and golf. Now it's just become a everyday conversation, like basketball and football and things like that. For as far as activities for guys to get out there and do. But that's all owed to Tiger Woods and his dominance of just being the greatest golfer of all time. If you want to throw Jack Nicholson in there, okay. But (laughs) outside of that, we acknowledge Tiger Woods as the greatest to ever do it. But, Black, this is a different type of Tiger Woods. It's a different type of Tiger Woods. And, you know, Black asked me early on the uh, phone while we were preparing for the show, um, you know, the conversations out there about Tiger. Is he over the hill? Is he no longer the same Tiger? Can he win? Is he just out there? Tiger Woods is done. (laughs) He is done. He is well cooked like a cheap $2 steak at your local Outback. (laughs) Hey, bro. Now, that is no disrespect to the great Tiger Woods because he is one of the iconic, dare I say, Mount Rushmore uh, 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 athletes of mm. this century. Mm. Of course he is. Serena Williams, Tiger Woods, LeBron. Th- these are people who trans- transcended their sport. They did. But I'm talking about today. Today, yeah. I woke up yesterday morning, Sunday, and I turned on my TV, and I turned on ESPN, and I saw Tiger Woods limping badly in the pouring rain in Augusta, Georgia at the Masters, and I said to myself, why? Why are you doing this? Why do we got to see you like this, Tiger? I know you love the game. I know this is where you want to be. You just want to be in it. I get it. We ain't going to get it no more. We had one last run from him, what, two or three years ago when he won that master? Took a lot out of him. That was his hoorah, his swan song, and that is that. Kicking it to you, Black. My final sentiments, he is done. He is done. Will I be surprised if he wins another tournament? Of course not. He's been blessed by an angel to be this talented. But in my opinion, if he never wins another one, I'm okay with that. He's done more than enough. Black, your thoughts on where Tiger Woods is today.
2: Yeah, man. um, Tiger is, like you said, he's uh, one of those guys who's just knocked down the door as a man coming into golf. Coming from Stanford and being a guy who didn't look like everybody else. Being black and being able to, you know, change the sport of golf. You've seen not just the sport, the whole world. He made the whole world fall in love with golf. Just like Serena Williams with tennis and uh, LeBron and Michael Jordan with basketball. Just everything about Tiger Woods, man, it, it, he, he was able to play the game of golf and be dominant. When he was in his prime and his time, it seemed like Tiger, Tiger Woods was winning every event. Yeah. Every event. He racked up shoot even though he hadn't broke Jack Nicholson's record. But over time, over time, stuff off the golf field... In his personal life, start taking a toll on him Big time car. I mean, he was in a nasty car accident a few years back that could have potentially took his leg from him in oh, himself, his or his life. His, oh, his, life, his <laughs> leg. You know, he's still having problems with the legs. That's why we seen him limping on on Saturdays. But he's just, a, in my opinion, he's just a shell of himself now. Yes. He's still able to go out there and um, do some great things. Sure like you said, he's Tiger Woods. You, you, you expect lightning in the bottle at some point and be like, oh, you dare him to do something. Okay, I can go and show you. I can do it. But at this point in his career, if he does things like that, it's taking so much out of him. You know, golf is a tweaky, tricky type of sport. You got to use a lot of Leg, a lot of hip, a yeah, lot, you angles, know, it's, it's, it's a lot body. of, a lot of back injury, a lot of hip injury going to, yeah. you know, the game of basketball and you're walking so much 18 holes. You just, a lot of walking. They, they was making a big joke. Tiger's was, man, he was like, yeah, man, I'm trying to get a golf cart, but I just not of age yet. You know, he's trying to get a golf cart because he can't walk it no more because his legs injury. He can't do it. It bothers him, but he has to do it. And I know that played a part in them hurting his leg, too. All that walking you got to do for 18 holes, but he don't reach the requirement. He's 46, and he got to be 47. So, man, I, j- I just hate that we seeing this Tiger, but it's father time. Father time has called him. Tiger's done some great things. Just became one of the athletes rat with LeBron James to get back on the billionaires list. So he's always going to be a face for Nike and golf oh, yeah, and forever. whatever he do. Forever. I was just talking to my pop. Shout out, uh, shout out pop. I was like, I couldn't believe the fact that he turned down $900 million from Liv Golf, but he's loyal to the PGA. So that was uh, that was wild to me to hear that type of money being turned down by Tiger, but he's not missing it. He's a billionaire. He's going to so, make that anyway. Um, <laughs> it, it, it saddens me to say that his career is kind of coming to an end, but... I expect to still see him compete at these majors. At least we're going to see him at the majors, but we don't expect him to do so well. I think the man was like plus nine for the tournament. And that's horrible. Awful. That's awful. So, you know, shout out to all, shout out to Tiger on the great things he's done, but his time is definitely behind him. It may be time to, to pass the torch to the young son that he is who's making a little noise for himself.
1: Yeah. Uh, one of the greats. No disrespect, but we're just keeping it real, man. So, uh, those are icebreakers for the show, man. We are getting ready to get into the National Basketball Association, man. So you know, um, they should have just gave my dog a cart, bro. <laughs> yeah,
2: he on me. It's man, a certain age limit, bro. I it's get that. I get
1: that, and, and I don't care. Yeah, it's a, this it's is. A, a, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> This is the greatest of your sport. You can't break the rules, man. The rules I don't care. Tom Brady should be in the Hall of mm. Fame today. Tiger Woods should have got a golf cart. Uh uh, whoever is if you the GOAT of anything, you should just bruh. Like, without you, we don't got a sport, though. We don't. So I don't care about all them rules and all that, man. Get that man a golf cart. Y'all see the man limp around the uh, uh the masters. Yeah. Man, <laughs> My man. God. That's sometimes sports, man, they, they just Oh, I ain't going to get into that whole traditionalist mindset, man. I can't stand it, bro. The man... All right, I ain't going to do it. <laughs> I-, I ain't finna do it. I want to do it, but I ain't going to do it. I'm going to chill. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get into the National Basketball Association.
0: Leg of the <laughs> LeBron James. Le- LeBron James. It's oh, ridiculous.
1: It's obvious what's being done out here. It's a nightly basis. I hope the world can see
0: now what's really going on out Boy. What did you do in camp? Los Angeles. Los Angeles. What did you do
2: in camp?
1: All right. All right. We are, man. We're very excited here on the sports desk. <laughs> um, I, I I am overjoyed and I am thrilled because we are officially in my favorite time uh, of of my. This is my favorite playoff type of deal. I mean, you know, you know, basketball and, 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 and these playoffs, man, they get so intense, man. They get so intense, and I look forward to this thing each and every year. And this this may be. The most wide open that it's been, man, you literally, in my opinion, in my opinion, you probably have about six teams that can win the title. Six. But if you had to pick
2: one, who is the clear cut one, you can say I can, they'll be the team hosting the trophy at the end of the,
1: at, at the season. Only end. one team. One team. The Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. Alright
2: The Milwaukee Bucks
1: I feel the same
2: way The Milwaukee Bucks yeah.
1: Alright so you know Of course we're going to Get into predictions And all that later But yeah you know Black ass man. So we had, to, yeah, get, we had to keep it real We had to keep it real Because I'm going to say it again Like I told y'all A couple years ago If that brother out there In Milwaukee healthy And he got his troops with him I'm scared to death
2: I know we're going to get To talking about we it definitely But is why to death. Why, is it, why is the The noise around Milwaukee
1: So silent Because they're not Attractive they're not attracted. The, the, the NBA did not want Milwaukee to win the first title. They wanted Phoenix. Chris Paul, the storybook ending. They, they, we all picked Phoenix because the Chris Paul. We sure did. But deep down the side, we knew. Yeah. New sports desk. <laughs> we knew. And now he is here. He's yeah. been quiet. He has not had a lot of attention his way. But he finna get all the attention that he deserve as soon as you hear the words, game one. Because <laughs> this is his time. And for all those who do not know who we are talking about, we are talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak. But more on him in just a little while. Black, it is time for the play and tournament, which begins on Tuesday night we have two games to get this thing going up first in the Eastern Conference we have the Miami Heat and the Atlanta Hawks that will play in the first playing game 730 on ESPN Tuesday night Black who wins that game and why
2: uh, I think it's going to be a really good game, D. Yeah. I think it's going to be a really very exciting game. Miami is a very scrappy team. Very they've tough. Uh, been winning a few games here at this tail end and kind of get the confidence up going into this play-in. atlanta has been struggling a little yeah, bit. And then yeah. I know the news off the court don't help either with the rumors about trading <laughs> Trey Young. I, I know that don't help much either. And then bringing in Dan Snyder to be the head coach. At, shoot, you might as well say season's in. Cause shoot, it was what twenty something games left when he became the head coach. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it is it, Atlanta just got a lot going on. D. Um, on the last episode, I, we we did pick. The, I think we picked these games, but it was they was it was different matchups. Well, we, well, we picked at the, C's. the point, they didn't
1: flip flop. We picked, they, picked the C's. We, we didn't pick the game. Okay, we picked the C's. We picked but what we thought they were going to finish.
2: Exactly. Okay, so f- for me in this game with, G- with 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 Jimmy Butler, man, and um, Spoelstra, that defense, man. I don't know what it is about Miami come playoff time, but their defense locks up when it comes playoff time. And this is the playoffs that's starting for them. So I expect Miami to get this win over the uh, Atlanta Hawks. I expect Jimmy Butler to be big time. I can see him getting 30 in this game. And then you got time to shooting from... uh uh, hero, hero, and then Lowry, they're they going to play big time. So
1: i like the Heat to win this game over the Atlanta Hawks, D. Very interesting game, man. Very interesting game, but I got to roll with you. I think the Miami Heat win this game in a very close matchup down in South Beach. Listen, Atlanta has played well under Quinn Snyder. Um, He's inserted a, a lot of himself into this Atlanta team. But like you said, how discomforting is it? to hear about Trey Young trade rumors the day before your play-in game. Mm. What is that going to do to the locker room? What is that going to do to Trey Young? Like, what is that going to do in general? I don't like this coming into the playing game. And now you're dealing with a, let's call them a, a, a Kings franchise in the Miami Heat. There's nothing but respect that comes out of Miami. There's no one has nothing to say about Pat Riley and the job that they do out there in South Beach. Shout out Udonis Haslam on 20 years going up to the front office. Well done, Udonis. You did it your way, bro. Just want to say that. Jimmy Butler. Bam out of bio. Kyle Lowry. That makeup of toughness in a playoff atmosphere. Kyle Lowry's a former champion. Bam and Jimmy have been to the finals. Hero been to the finals. is a champ... I just think they just know what it takes just to turn it on. Mm-hmm. I don't think they want to lose this game and take a chance. I've to play uh, uh two dates uh later to face the win of the 9th to 10th seed. I think the Heat just get this done in a close ball game. Would it surprise me if the Heat would the Hawks won? No. It wouldn't surprise me, but I I, I got to go with the vets. Mm-hmm. I go to go with the vets. Miami Heat go ahead and rise up to that seventh spot <laughs> and face the Boston Celtics. In the first round. Talk about wow. Yeah. Talk about wow. All right, but let's go out west. Our Los Angeles Lakers, led by the King Raymond, LeBron, Raymond James. Senior and Anthony Marshawn Davis Jr. They take on the Minnesota Timberwolves and we will get into the Rudy Gobert game uh, that took place on uh, Sunday. Black Lakers and Timberwolves. Circumstances with the Timberwolves are crazy. Crazy. You see on the sideline what took place between Gobert and 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 Jesus uh, the Go Bear and what's my man name, man? got Uh, Kyle Anderson. Yeah, Kyle Anderson. Go Bear, Kyle Anderson. Jaden Daniels gets so frustrated walking into the half. Fights the wall. The wall wins. Breaks his hand. (laughs) Now he is out for the season. (laughs) But they still got Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. They still got in my opinion, Baby Jordan. Uh, Edwards. Ant-Man. Anthony Edwards. But I ain't going for it. I ain't going for. It. You can say what you want about your boy. But the Lakers should win this game handily. Jaden Daniels is their best perimeter defender. He's not available. Rudy Gobert is suspended. There's who is in the middle. Anthony Davis 40 and 15, please. Austin Reeves, DeAngelo Russell, Rurion Chamorro. Like, this is tailor-made for the Lakers just to come in here and roll these boys. But I like what LeBron said earlier today. Hey, we ain't—we can't be concerned about the Timberwolves situation. Cat and Ant can come in here and draw 40 apiece. Well, guess what, LeBron? If they drop 40 apiece, you and AD better draw 41 apiece. I like the Lakers to win this game handily. And make it up to the seventh spot to face the Memphis Grizzly Black, what are your thoughts, Lakers, Timberwolves, in the second play-in game on Tuesday night?
2: Look, I mean, uh, I just want my Lakers to come take care of business. And one of the dangerous teams you could play is a wounded team, and they bikers against the wall. True. So you got to think that the Timberwolves are going to be able to try to come out and assert themselves and, you know, make a statement, since everybody already counting them out. True. You know, and but. Especially early in the, the
0: game.
2: The Lakers, we're here now. We fought, we scratched, we clawed. Yep. We 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 just asked for a chance, and this is our chance to get in here, win this game, and go and, and go and holler at Memphis. I need the Los Angeles Lakers to come in here and take care of business. The uh March 31st, Friday, March 31st, when we played the Timberwolves last. Anthony Davis, 38 and 17. D'Angelo Russell, 12, 12 and 10. LeBron James, 18, 10 and six. Austin Reeves, 15, 15 and six. Vanderbilt had 12, five and two. I need balance. I need everybody doing their part. I need Anthony Davis. Assert yourself like you did with your 38 and 17. Assert yourself. Let everybody know that we are not playing no games. Yes, LeBron James may be the best player on this team, but you have to be the one to set the tone. You have to say it. So you need to come out here and realize you got a wounded animal and you need to take them out. You need to take them out because this is not no game. We're trying to get into the playoffs to be the seventh seed. And go on to play the Memphis Grizzlies. I don't need these close ball games, even though I know it's the playoffs and sometimes it's going to be scratching and clawing. It's going to be that. But I need to see some type of form of dominance and good play from my Lakers and not being so lackadaisical in the middle middle of games when we jump up on teams and let them come back. I don't want to see that, D. A.D., LeBron, and it trickles on down to everybody else. Assert yourselves. Do what you have to do to get this win.
1: And let's go holler at Memphis. Yeah, yeah, fully expect the Lakers to take care of business, period, end of story. We'll see what happens. All right, Black, let's move on to Wednesday night, all right? We have 9-10 matchups. Up first, you got the Toronto Raptors versus the Chicago Bulls. Very intriguing matchup between these two teams. These are two teams who either could be the fourth and fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. Black, who wins this game, Toronto or Chicago, to advance and play the number one seed in Milwaukee Bucks? Man, it's gonna be rocking in Toronto. You already know, how they, is, you know how they serve it up. You know how they serve it up. But is. man, they got so much young
2: talent in in Toronto. You got uh, you got Van Vliet. You got Siakam. You got uh, OG. OG. You got my guy from Florida State. uh I can't. Oh, I can't. Scotty think, Barnes. It? Scotty Barnes. I mean, there's so much young talent to do so much with. And then you got the Bulls, man. Uh, they've been scratching and clawing, man, to get to this point. They've won some big time games. Uh, Levine. The um, Rosen, uh Adam Patrick Beverly Who Caruso. brings that energy Caruso Busevich. This is going to be A really good uh, Good ball game D It's going to be It's going to be Scratching and clawing In this one Like all the rest of them but I I fully expect the uh, the Toronto Raptors to pull this out and get this win. Uh, a lot of news being about a lot of news been in the media too about Nick Nurse. This yeah. might be the last ride for him. Yeah. So I got to think those guys are going to come out and play hard for Nick Nurse and get him into the playoffs and give him one more chance, you know, to be part of the playoffs. We know they may not. We don't expect them to do much and win no championship, but give him one more uh, playoff series where they could try to see. We could try to see what they do
1: against a uh, against a one C in Milwaukee. Bucky Bucks. Now the 9-10 <laughs> games, the loser's done. Yeah, 10 matchup, the loser's done. The winner advances to face the loser of the seven eight seed. Black. Like, I'm gonna keep it real with you, man. I don't like this news about Nick Nurse coming out like this. I don't. I don't. I, again, like, wh- wh- who's doing this? Why? Why is this out there about Nick Nurse? Before we go into uh, 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 the playoffs, like, why? Mm. Why? Why add pressure to this Toronto team to try to keep the ride alive? uh with Nick Nurse, man. And and, and I'm gonna be real, man. Look. DeRosa and Levine, if they get hot, yeah,
0: Vucevic,
1: can, he could can be another one to give you 20 and 10. Like, I really like Alex Caruso on the defensive side. I like Kobe White coming off the bench. Like, man, listen, they got some pieces in Chicago. This, this might be the best game of the play-in. It mm. might be the best game just because what these guys offer. I'm going to keep it real, bro. I'm going to take Chicago to knock off Toronto, bro. Mm. I'm going to take Chicago to knock off Toronto in a close game up in Toronto because, I just don't understand the Nick Nurse news. Why now? Why put that out there now? I really believe that that's just going to do something in this locker room. Okay. I'm going to take Chicago, man. I'm going to take Chicago and then nail to San Toronto home, man. Yeah, this is going to be a good one, to man. San I'm Toronto excited home. about
2: this one and see this one. Yep. Yeah, so
1: now we're going to set up a matchup with the Hawks. Real quick, who's your winner? We're going to match up the Hawks because we both have them losing to the Heat. Um, you have Toronto winning. Who do you have as your AC? The Hawks or the Raptors?
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna say um, the Atlanta Hawks get the eighth seed. Okay, I'm okay. gonna say they find a way to get it done. Like you said, Dan Snyder has in his little time, he's been able to put his uh handprint on yeah. what Atlanta is doing and have some positive energy going through there. So, and then I think Trey Young, he's he's still a baller.
1: He's still a baller. He can fill
2: it up. You know he can fill it up, and I think at any time he can he can give you one. He could go off a of forty if he wanted to. So I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick the Atlanta Hawks to move on and be the eighth seed to face Giannis and the
1: Bucks. Um, in my matchup against uh Atlanta versus Chicago, I'm gonna take the Bulls. Okay, I'm gonna take the Bulls to go on the road and get two road wins and get to that eighth spot to face. Giannis and the Bucks, And you and you know one of the teams that gave the Bucks a lot of trouble The Bulls. They went two and two. <laughs> yeah. They went two and two so against that, the Bulls. That could year. get
2: in, kinda interesting. I know it's gonna be turned up or not because it's the playoffs, yeah, but yeah,
1: yeah. It, it's, it's gonna be a lot of scratching and clawing in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh yeah, we'll talk about that if it happens. But uh I'm gonna take Chicago. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take Chicago to be the eighth seed. And take their trip up to Milwaukee to face the Milwaukee Bucks, man. All right, Black, let's go out to the West, all right? The ninth seeded New Orleans Pelicans versus the seed Oklahoma City Thunder. Black, who wins this game with the chance to face the Minnesota Timberwolves?
2: Mm, this is going to be a good one. Behind, behind the Bulls is. in Toronto, this is the one I'm looking forward to. And the Lakers, I'm looking forward to this one, too, because the Thunder has so, man. So much talent. Uh I always Shay Shay Alexander, Shea Josh Giddy, yeah. and the kid Anderson who be shooting the threes. Them boys, them boys got some good young talent. Yeah, but they're going up against Brandon Ingram, man. I mean, this guy just had 42 man in a loss. Man, had
1: 26 in
2: the first quarter. Yeah, I, I, I mean, my God, if 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 anybody else would have showed up, you know, they would have won this basketball game. They only hit three threes in the game in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You got to think that's not going to happen. Back in New Orleans for the Pelicans, because this mm-hmm. game is in New Orleans. You got to think they're going to hit more than three threes. D, this is going to be high-scoring game here. Yes. Very high-scoring. Man, I like the Thunder. I want to pick them so bad, but I'm not going to take them over Ingram right now. I think, I think Ingram and those guys, they take care of business to move on and be able to play on Wednesday night. I mean, on Thursday
1: night. Yeah, I want to pick the uh, Thunder as well. I like Shea. I like Giddy. I like Dort. I like Anderson. I Mm. I like what they got going on, man. But look, B.I., C.J. McCollum, Troy Brown, like, they can fill it up. And I got to take McCollum's leadership late in the game. I got to take B.I. late in the game against these young players for the Thunder. Would I be surprised if the Thunder wins? I would not be. Will the Thunder be up on the Pelicans by a bunch at some point in this game? Probably so. <laughs> but as we window down at home, I got to go with B.I. and C.J. to bring it home. I'm going to take the Pelicans in a close, high-scoring affair, like you said, to go ahead and get a chance to get this rematch with the Minnesota Timberwolves. All right. So we have the Lakers getting that seventh spot versus the Grizzlies. Black, who is going to be the eighth seed to take on the Denver Nuggets? Will it be the Minnesota Timberwolves, or will it be with Gobert back? go bear will make it back for this game um minnesota or new orleans eighth spot versus denver man <laughs> man this game sunday and
2: i had been telling you all, i was like d this new orleans and minnesota game sunday gonna be something you know we got a whole lot from that game you know a whole lot of ups and downs and a lot of craziness man i could just imagine what it's gonna be to get the eighth seed and it will probably be, what, in Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken? There'll be in Minnesota it again? It will be
1: in Minnesota, yes, yeah, at a so, higher seed. Yeah,
2: so, man, uh, this is tough, but I don't think B.I. and them don't let that happen again. D., they, they only made three threes. Yeah. You talk about one of the team who leads the league in three points made this season. Right. They only made three. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that again. And they're gonna go in there, assert themselves. You're gonna get more from CJ McCullough, you're gonna get more from uh from BI. And I can't think of the guy who uh shoot the threes. I can't think of his name, number 25. I, I always forget his name. But this guy went if he get hot, he can give you 38 anytime. Oh, just from three. Murphy. Murphy, he could get he could give you 38 anytime. Just shooting threes alone. So I'm gonna roll, I'm gonna roll with the Pelicans, and I'm hoping, D, I'm hoping, because news hadn't came out yet.
1: They can get Zion back on the court he for won't the be playoff. Available. He, oh man! Yeah, Zion will not be available at all. Not even close. The Pelicans are saying that he is not even close to returning. His condition is just not there. Reports man. out of New Orleans. That sucks. But I'm a roll. I'm a roll with the
2: Pelicans to get that eighth seed and go ahead and play Denver. And Denver better be very careful because bi, bi. That kid can fill it up, man, and his game has come so far. Mm -hmm. And Miles, man, like, need to see him take over games, man, it's
1: it's, it's fun to watch. And he could cause Denver some problems. Man, 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 I really like Anthony Edwards. I do. I like Ant-Man. And at home, I get the matchup, man. BI and Ant-Man did not have a great game against the Pelicans. He showed up strong late in the fourth quarter. A beautiful block over CJ McCullum at the rim late in that fourth quarter. Hit some massive free throws. Saying some closer to get the win. The way they showed poise after the Gobert and Anderson scuffle and, 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 and uh uh Jaden Daniels breaking his hand the poison show to get that win. Man. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I got to pick somebody. I'm going to go Minnesota, man. Mm. I'm, I'm going to go Minnesota, man. I really like Anthony Edwards, man. Car Anthony Towns down low. You got to think he could produce a massive game down there because the Pelicans have no one down there for him. Rebounding the basketball, kind of controlling the co- clock. I know, I know B.I. could just go off. But so can Edwards, man. And I got to think that he's going to respond to just not having the best game. And you're going to let these guys come into your building and get a win. It's going to be very, very tough to do. I'm going to hold out, and I'm going to go Minnesota. I'm going to take Minnesota to get that eighth spot to take on the Denver Nuggets. All right? So the NBA play-in starts Tuesday night. You got Tuesday. You got Wednesday. And then on Thursday. yeah, Thursday, you have your— Um, 8th seed matchups Mm -hmm. Between the team Who lost the 7 8th And won the 9 10 right, so You know This is the third year Of the play in The NBA has really You know Done some great things To try to amplify the game And I like it I like what the play in represents You're getting these great games So close to the end of the season Cause normally man If we didn't have the play in And the playoffs was as is Man these guys You know We would have been getting Trash basketball For quite some times At least Mm you had These what Two, four, six, eight teams really having to come out night in and night out, not mentioning the Clippers who had to do what they had to do, not mentioning the Warriors who had to do what they had to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you really got some good quality basketball, man, getting ready for this play in. All right. So, um, we're going to announce the NBA uh, playoff matchups. We're going to be doing the NBA playoff preview show before the games tip off on Saturday. Black. Your number one overall seed in the Western Conference is your Denver Nuggets. They will be awaiting the eighth seed opponent. Followed by your two seed in the Western Conference, your Minnesota, excuse me, your Memphis Grizzlies. They will be awaiting the seven seeded Los Angeles Lakers. I'm just going to say it. Okay. And we have your four five matchup. The Phoenix Suns versus the Clippers. It sucks that Paul George is not available. They say Paul George is not close to returning. Um... It would have been so dope to see Paul George out there and just to kind of see what they could have done with Book and KD. But I think the most intriguing matchup of all the first round is going to be your three-seeded Sacramento Kings welcoming in the defending champion six-seeded Golden State Warriors, massive offense that is going to be displayed in this series coming out of this uh uh, uh 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 this playoff uh first round matchup we're looking forward to out in the east your number one seeded milwaukee bucks best record in the nba you want to win a championship you gotta go through milwaukee and god help us all <laughs> I'm just going to say that. Your 2 seed Boston <clears throat> Celtics, they are awaiting the seventh seed um, as well. And then you have your two playoff matchups that are set up pretty good. Looking forward to this 4-5 matchup. Cleveland versus New York. Yeah, Cavs that's be fun. and Knicks, Brunson and Randall versus uh, Mitchell. And 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 what's the point guard name, man? I always forget his name for the Cavaliers. Oh, man. Jeez, Louisville. <laughs> it's so trash, bro. <laughs> So what's my man? I can't do him like that, man, because he's a really good ball player. Uh, point guard, point guard. Darius Garland, Darris man. I'm sorry, Darius. If you just so happy to hear this, I'm very, very sorry. Uh um this matchup is going to be, I think this has a potential for seven games to be written all over it, man, between the Knicks and the Cavaliers. Looking forward to that. And then you have your three and your six matchup. Hey, man, the ball, Brooklyn Nets was able to hold down a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. No KD, no Kyrie, turmoil, firing heck. I mean, just turmoil. And Mikael Bridges and Spencer did with it and Bullock and the boys were able to go out there and hold ship down. Did bro. you see this coming from Mikael Bridges when the trade was made? I did because here's why. I know what he was in college. Mm-hmm. And then I know what he was when every time Phoenix just needed it when Booker was out early in the year. Man, this dude was giving you 30, 35. He had some 40-point games as well, so I knew he had the potential. Mm-hmm. I knew he had the potential, so I'm, I'm really not surprised that he is balling the way that he is out there in Brooklyn. Because when you look at his stature, man, he is about 6'8", 6'9", long, lanky, got a handle, can pull up and shoot it, get to the rack, mm-hmm. and he can defend. He was the primary defender in Phoenix. Yeah, he was. On the perimeter, so I'm really not surprised. He's just, This is a future All-Star. Mm-hmm. This is a future... Matter of fact, I'm going to say it now, McKell Bridges will be an All-Star next year in the Eastern Conference. Okay. I think he'll all-Star needs to come this year, so I'm not really surprised Alright so the NBA playoffs Are here this is going to be a shorter show Um today because we're going to be doing The playoff preview we're going to let these play-in Games play out and on the NBA Playoff Preview Show, we will pick every series. We will pick the NBA Finals matchup. We will pick an NBA champion in this series. We will talk nothing but playoff basketball. So stay tuned. We're going to drop this later uh, episode on Friday uh, Friday evening at some point. Give you guys some time to listen to it as we get ready for the playoffs, which start this week in black let's put a bowl on the nba regular season what are some of the things that you you know think about when you think about this past season
2: man just uh nba is always exciting man and be to be able to see all the ups and downs of the season been able to see teams like sacramento come out of nowhere this year and um be able to be to to be able to get the playoffs bike in Sacramento, we hadn't heard that since Chris Broussard and we all What
1: what's? Page
2: of
0: Soyakovich?
2: my boy. And man, it's 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 crazy to see on uh, on Twitter, Instagrams, saying ticket prices are sky high in Sacramento for oh, this yeah. for this man because you know it's going to be rocking in there and just fly <laughs> diva, man. Just just the the uh, NBA in itself, LeBron becoming the all time leading scorer. Yeah. You know, uh, teams, team defending champs going through their ups and downs all year with the drama off the court and then coming and trying to find their way and been able to still sneak in the playoffs. It's just, you love the NBA. You love the excitement. Like they say, when it comes to winning the championship, this is one of the most competitive sports you can get. I mean, on the edge of your seat, excitement every night. Every night. You got basketball games almost every night. For the for the NBA playoffs, man, and it's very exciting. Shout out to everybody who made a name for this. Shout out to Dame Little, Donovan Mitchell, seventy-one points in basketball this year. I mean, just wild stuff always happens in the NBA this year. Shout out to the the kid who ain't even on the NBA roster who won a dunk contest. Um, McClum, uh, McClum, man. Shout out to him, man, on doing something big and making a name for himself, and he's not even on a roster right now. He's in the G League, so. Shout out to uh, 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 the NBA on a great season. Looking forward to the playoffs, man. We were treated this year, D, to a lot of uh, memorable things.
1: Great season. So many storylines. Headlined by LeBron James becoming an all-time scoring leader in NBA history. Doesn't even sound right saying it. Doesn't even feel like. Do we even know the magnitude of this? This man is the all-time leading scorer. Scorer. In the game of basketball And he's the only person Breathing on this earth That can say he's the guy I can't imagine What that must feel like That he wakes up every day and says yeah I'm the all-time Scorer in basketball history
2: And he gonna make it real difficult To break too, Man,
1: such a Oh yeah LeBron <laughs> got about two more years left in my opinion About two more years left for sure at this level But yeah LeBron is setting all the time the, the drama in Brooklyn Kyrie and KD mm. my God. 30 for 30 worthy? My, uh, I think <laughs> so. That <laughs> Brooklyn, that story, from the time Kyrie and KD went there to the time him and uh, I mean, from the, time, from the time KD and and Irvin and James Harden left and Ben Simmons got there and, and the whole coach scam crazy just so much going on I remember that as well and then of course KD being traded to Phoenix my god when we woke up that morning Super Bowl all,
0: weekend Super
1: Bowl weekend <laughs> like what are we talking about man <laughs> what are we talking about and then the MVP race with Embiid and Jokic man Bro. I mean one of the closest races that we'll ever see mm-hmm.
2: This and might be the closest this yeah, year, this yeah, year. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: like like my goodness like whoever wins this thing like they gonna have to win by the skin of their teeth man so that's just some of the things that i think of the ups and downs like black said between all these teams the warriors uh, uh 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 you know the bucks just being under undermined Pretty much all year long, but this is their time of year now for everybody to be served and put on notice. The ascension of Jason Tatum after going through that rough finals loss, how he came out this year and became the all-time 30-point leading scorer in Boston Celtics history this year. Just a lot of just different stories, man. It was a great, great, great season. So many moments, so many dunks, so many big scoring moments, so many defensive stands. Just I love the game, man. I love the game as I've gotten older Basketball has become my number one sport. I love football. I love college football. I love NFL football. But man, I I, I love the game of basketball. I love the stories. I love all of these players that just just mean uh, so much to their franchises and just to the game. Um, It is so drama-filled, so much entertainment, so much action when you talk uh, NBA. So I enjoy it and I'm excited for the playoffs to start. So programming note, me and Black will be back in a couple of days for the NBA playoff preview for the year of 2023. Again, we will talk every playoff matchup. We will give our conference final, our finals in, uh, 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 matchups. We will pick an NBA champion. We will do finals MVP and all of that before your playoffs tip off. On Saturday all right. so that's gonna wrap up everything on today's show Like I said a little shorter version of the show Because we're coming right back in just a couple of days Black anything before we get up out of here man
2: No man appreciate all the love and support we get man Y'all keep rocking with us big things coming from the sports desk Y'all can hit me on Twitter and Instagram At Black enl 3 man Y'all hit me up let's talk about it
1: NBA Twitter I am coming I am coming I am coming home I haven't been on the Twitter to talk NBA basketball, but for the playoffs, I will be present. And if anybody anybody wants to holler at me, man, hashtag NBA Twitter, I will be there. You can find me at all major social media platforms twitter instagram and the youtube at dedrick hicks jr come holla at your boy we can talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about all right so until next time tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend it is another sports show that is uh you know that is really good and maybe you and a couple other people who you know should check out DM Black, the sportsologist coming weekend and week out talking that sports talk, man. Give you all the vital information and thoughts and opinions on the biggest sports stories in the world world okay so y'all be cool check us out in a couple of days man as we talk nba playoff preview and uh we'll catch up with y'all then y'all be cool be safe man take care You says man love your family love your friends each and every day man tomorrow's not promised man tomorrow's not promised y'all show love for sure sports, man. Come on,
2: now. Hey, bro, you're listening to the sports desk. You're listening
1: to the sports show. Hey, this reduced lunch sports, man. Come on, now.
2: New sports desk.